You are listening to a paid commercial program. The opinions expressed are solely those of the program producer or sponsor and not those of NRG Media, LLC. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope you're having a fantastic day as the sun is starting to pop out here in the heartland. Uh, winter is almost over, but... There's still a few uh, cold things happening uh, as it relates to the Affordable Care Act, which is about to celebrate a birthday coming up here on the 23rd. And so we're going to be talking about the law as well as the other changes in the insurance and healthcare industries. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge again. I am Sean McGuire. Thank you so much for your time and for tuning in to the program, whether you're listening live here on News Talk 1290, I guess they've been rebranded. Or if you're listening on our Edie Bella SoundCloud page, which has just recently, Alan Hager, covered 25,000 listens on that SoundCloud page. There must be some people listening out there. That's awesome to hear. I'm uh, proud to be a part of the show and proud to be uh, part of that uh, 25,000. Sure, yeah, it wasn't all us. Uh, we no. we obviously have other things doing, such <laughs> as keeping up with everything that is happening. And uh, here's something that caught our attention, thanks to our super producer, Matt, over there. Fact sheet on the Affordable Care Act, healthy communities nearly six years later. Um, there's a lot of talk uh, about uh, how effective is this law with regards to access. That's why it was passed in the first place. How do we keep the 50 million or just shy of that how do we keep them from going to the emergency room without insurance so uh the answer was according to policymakers was let's create a massive law to tackle that called the affordable care act and according to the obama administration the aca is working and thanks to the aca 17.6 previously uninsured people gained coverage during the open enrollment period and Alan Hager, that's an important point, but they were supposed to cover about twice as many of that when the law was right. put through. So are they on track as far as you're seeing, or are they kind of just uh, spinning their wheels a little bit? I believe they're spinning their wheels because let's remember the number was more like 35, 36 million uninsured that the administration said would cut be covered or that would get coverage uh, on this. But what I think we're seeing is that the young indestructibles are are, are not uh, getting health insurance. And our super producer, Matt, showed us uh, this uh, shared responsibility fine from the IRS that uh, this person said, I chose not to pay $1,400 a month for insurance, so I got a nice little fine thanks to the Affordable Care Act in the amount of $2,300. To show 
theme song is uh, one of my favorite ba- bands, Dire Straits, and it's called Money for Nothing. And that is a quintessential example of money for nothing. <laughs> exactly. And we're starting to see more people probably looking to make that decision. And I think this year you're going to see some more outrage as people are expecting to get their tax return and to see that perhaps taken away because of this new pa- penalty. Oh, no, totally. I, I t- couldn't disagree with that more. You disagree? Or I agree. Oh, Excuse okay. me, God, I don't disagree on anything Sean <laughs> has to say unless it has to do with political candidates well, right now, which we might talk about a little bit later in well, the show. We will be talking about that later. Oh, good. Yeah. We have, what, five primaries uh, going on today, and the Democrats are here in Nebraska caucusing right. like they do over across the river. So it should be uh, very interesting. We're going to share some political ads uh, that were on the radio. I saw one of them this morning, so we pulled that up. You mean heard? I saw it on TV. Oh, you you were saying on the radio. Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs> no, I saw it on the news this morning, and it was uh, Hillary Clinton's um, latest ad, which is uh, going after a high-cost industry, which is the pharmaceutical industry. And we'll play that coming up, as well as uh, dissect at real Donald Trump's um Healthcare plan, which was released this week, I was kind of shocked to be uh, watching the news during the week at night and see that uh, there was actually a that was one of the headlines and it was a policy. Yeah, issue seven as points to uh, something else. <laughs> seven points, and it's excellent, dude. It's huge. Oh, it is huge. What you know? What else is huge is um, the uh, price tag on Bernie Sanders's tax plan, which recently was released. This year, and uh, wasn't it extended to cost, a, was it $15 trillion over 10 years? $18 trillion Eight. over 10 years. So that'd be $1.8 trillion. Uh, just for the record, that, that would basically be uh, 50% of our federal budget. We would So we would have a 50% increase in, in spending offset by an awful lot of taxes on everyone. Got to respect him. He doesn't, he doesn't sugarcoat it. He's like, everybody's going to pay more. Uh, under my system, but well, I could, like the guy. Well, could that be why he, him, and Donald Trump are hitting a nerve with the public? Is because they don't sugarcoat it; they're telling it like it is. Whether you agree with either one of them or disagree, they're both telling it like it is. So that, that to me, that's why they're probably doing good compared to the other candidates. Winning. <laughs> I, I think. Um, Nebraskans would appreciate the fact of uh, Williams Jennings Bryan, uh, who's one of the statues in the Statuary Hall, for right. the state, was a populist. Right. And he was, he was almost like a Bernie Sanders or a Trump, like in his own ways. He he was very much of a man of of the people. And if you ever watch uh, one of my favorite miniseries, The Men Who Built America, from the History Channel, they talk about how those key guys basically bought the election. Uh, with the William McKinley because they didn't want Williams Jennings Bryan to win. Those messages are now resonating almost uh, 115 years later. Right, and it's because the people are outraged. They're outraged at Washington. They're outraged at government. They're outraged at corporate corruption, crony capitalism, all these different things that, uh, you know, why Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders have gotten the traction they have in my opinion. And so it's hard to dismiss 25 or 30 million people 
you know? So I think at the end of the day, <laughs> we're going to see the largest turnout in the history of the country in November. You think so? Oh, I don't think there's any possible other way about it. I think we're going to see a huge turnout because I think Republicans are motivated and Democrats, I don't think so much, especially if Hillary gets the nomination. Do you think they'll turn out or no? I don't think so. Not if Hillary's the nominee. It doesn't strike me as her being, uh, having that populist message. I think she has more of the same old, same old. Status quo. The status quo that Obama's brought. You know, because she's talking about Obama a lot of times. Trying to make that third, have that third Obama term. There's some talk about a potential brokered convention. Well, today, Ryan's Pre- or yesterday, Ryan's Priebus came out on that and said, under no circumstances will there be a brokered convention. It's highly unlikely. Well, that's good. So uh, that's, I think, all our worry because the bad, the when you have a broker convention, nothing good comes out of it. Every time that there's been a broker convention and the Republicans have had it, we've lost the the campaign the the election so i I just don't see that that being being a good thing when was do you remember when the last brokered convention was well 76 was one but i think the last one before that was like 1912 or something so a long time ago maybe 1928 might have to go uh hang out with lebron in cleveland check it out maybe we should do the show from there yeah that'd be cool i'm sure we can get credentials yeah yeah something to consider you know what else you should consider is uh, the candidates on health care. We're going to break down the two uh, leading candidates' health care plans, share some of their views, and some stories that caught our attention, as well as retweets of the week. This is America's Healthcare Challenge. By the way, our Facebook page has a lot of really good content, including our story of the week, which we're also going to talk about uh, the air up there. One of my favorite movies, and it's not that. It's a different type of air. You're not going to want to miss it here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Research 